Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Like a lazy ocean hugs the shore Hold me close, sway me more Like a flower Be a part of the show. Text Bobby V on the UPS Jobs text line at 437-9680. So Nick got a new car today. We're all excited about that. I meshed those two. I played the original Sway and then I... You did? Yeah. Look at you doing, it out, but I didn't quite doing it. magical, magical work there. Uh, what is well, yes, I did get a new car today. Pretty exciting. I, I was getting some tips. My man Dana called in, gave me some tips on how to um, handle a Cadillac. Yeah, he's got but a Cadillac. My boy's got a Cadillac now, man. It's a tw- it's a 2012 in excellent condition. Excellent condition. Now, no, it's gorgeous. Guy, it's, guys, it's it's stunning. My guys are rooting for me. It's a shame you got a girlfriend because you could get some chicks with that. Hey, what are you doing? How you doing? How you doing there, Ju- Julia? Just a joke. Oh. It's just a joke. It's comedy. It's un chiste. Just kidding, man. As our Latin American friends would say. Un chiste. Uh, they said that um, they're rooting for me, but they have zero faith at all that I'm going to be able to keep it clean. Oh, no, you will keep Trust me. You will keep, No, that, that's – this is like what, – what do they do when they – computer programs or what are they called? Binary? It's a zero yeah. or a one. You either will keep it clean or you won't have it. Your mother will come and take it, and I don't blame her. I'm on her side. I'm a thousand percent on her side. If you don't keep it clean – you you're not going to need some guy with his nose like this named Bruno coming. It will be your mother and I coming and grabbing the keys from Julia, and then you'll come home. And go, hey, where's my car? Well, not here, man. We found that dead body in the back, which had been there for three weeks. <laughs> when you are motivated, though, it's amazing how you spring in action. Nick gave me a present, and it was something that had to be downloaded off the internet. Don't be a wise ass it wasn't anything dirty or sexy hey. or, no it was a game it's a game that you that's how hey. the, a lot of them are sold now you they sell the tabletop P- pdf files the tabletop sports game and then bought it and then didn't download it and didn't send me the link to download so i came in i'm okay it was a very generous gift so great so i said give me the the what email you used and i'm going to write the guy who i know a little bit you know it's a kind of small gaming community we, most of the people in the business know other people in the business and so i said i'll write him an email and and just ask him could he send it to me and within 45 minutes nick had already written the email himself gotten the guy to acknowledge it the guy sent me an email said your son ordered this is a birthday present for you included the files for it and then put in something for free and said here's a birthday gift from our company downy games there i don't know how many of you if anybody are tabletop sports gamers but they have a wide variety of games in every ilk nice little shout out downy games yeah no they're good and he's a, he's loves it he does play you know he get involved in it like all of us for the right reasons just for fun he played used to play his dad his dad's favorite game was a game we used to sell which i didn't design it's called real life basketball and that's kind of how jeff got into it and uh, he now sells that game which good for him because uh, i tried to sell it for a while and he's does he's doing this a lot more 
time than I was. I got I bought all the guy's inventory. He had printed all these games, and then I was trying to sell them. But over the course of time, it's so great these tiny little thing you know companies have like internal battles. These two guys designed the game together, and then they had a fight, and so. Th- it's kind of like Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. So like based on what, like the stats? I don't know why they had. I have no idea like, no, why. No, you can't spin that. That's not an accurate portrayal of pitchfall. I don't know. But so the one guy renovated the game, redid re- some things, and so now there were like two editions out there. And then I had both them, and I hadn't designed them, so I didn't. So I kind of tried to meld them, and I don't think it worked. To be honest, I look back and I think, what the hell was I thinking? That's no good. And so um, I'm glad that he's got it now. He's cleaned it up and got the original version back, and good for him. So that's fine. But, uh, you know, and he's my motivation because when I retire, that's what I think I'm doing. I'm going to uh, have a website and sell all the games that I designed. That would be – they tell you if, you if you do what you have a passion for, money will follow. And, that's, and so that's – and I love tabletop sports Why don't games. you do that now? Okay. Well, because I'm busy. Just a tad busy. Like well, I'm just saying. Leaving for the airport like now. In the, I can't even stay for the whole show, let alone <laughs> – and I'm going to start doing sports games. But – I do know that my life will, five years from now, will be filled with uh, selling, maybe still doing games, because I love doing games. But, you know, this will, you'll be hosting this show. I'll come on occasionally. And then. Um, we'll see. <laughs> I will. Wow. Harsh. And then I will oh, be. Man, we'll see if I'm hosting. We'll I see if be, you're still here. I will be. Uh, wow. Doubly harsh. Oh, I just, you know. I'll be dead. All right. Well, I'm finishing my thought, so I'll be doing say, selling tabletop sports games, broadcasting games, not Knockwood, and uh, out there promoting the Louisville Louis brand in honor for charity for every year. And who needs pucks of Tony Phil? We've got Louisville Louis. You got to make a Louis, and that'll determine whether or not there's more winner. I'm telling you, this thing will fly. Celebrity car drivers, five cars. You don't know which one Louis actually in, and then they've all got little go cams. Sponsored by Pick a Car Dealer in town. They provide the five cars, the courtesy cars. They got the little thing on the side, possible, and people will be looking around. Oh, I, I saw one of the Louis cars today. Was sponsored he in? I don't know. Pick a Car Dealer. Jeff Weiler. Jeff Weiler, sure. Then, you know, and he's got, and then we'll have celebrity drivers, maybe get the Kimmels. They drive, get the, the kid, forget his name, is on the show, the really young guy. That's really oh, ben great. Rhodes. Ben Rhodes. Ben Rhodes, get him on. And so you just got to get to, you trust that he's going to get through the intersection without an accident. And uh, they get to the turn. And at noon, wherever they are, they get to the nearest intersection. And if they are able to make a left turn, it's got to be a traffic light. Because if not, it's no good. There's got to be a light. And if the light is, you know, most of the time he says there's going to be more winner. So our game will be if they get to the light and it's red, because the light will be red more often than it will be green, then there's six more weeks of winter. But if you get to the light and right there it's green and you can smoothly go into a left turn, Man, you know I'm saying, what if like you know, cars are coming the other way? He doesn't have no. An that's and you can't turn. No, that's no good. That's no, what I'm saying. These guys, this is going to be really hard. Exactly. How often does Pucks Tony Phil say he says most of the time there's six more weeks of winter? Let's see. Most of the time, and so that's what we'll say. Unless you want to skew How it. So many times. Just tip Pucks of Tony Phil results. Well, that's the fight. Does Phil see his shadow? Prior to 2024, the groundhog, had se- the groundhog had seen his shadow 107 times and not seen his shadow 20 times. Yes, yeah, so he, more often he says winter's going to continue. Wow. So this was rare this year. How do they, like, define him seeing his shadow? I think like, they're making they go up, crap up. Do they go up to Toronto and, like, you know, they do, like, a video review of 
Like, well, you could see here he was just walking back into his little hole. It had nothing to do with being scared of a shadow. How do they determine if Phil sees his shadow? There it is, right there. How would it, how is it determined? It says, in theory, if he sees his shadow. Last year, the groundhog predicted a longer winter. This year, he did see his shadow predicting an early spring. But they still don't tell you how. I don't think you actually get to see him, to be honest with you. I think they're making it up. I think they're making it up. There's a conspiracy something. I remember one year we fell down a wormhole about like a Groundhog Day conspiracy. And also, we just absolutely, I think, for no reason at all. Maybe I was just having a bad day. We crapped all over the Puxatawney Felt people. And their little foppish hats and everything. We just, for some reason, were just taken into the Puxatawney, Ohio. Pucks, it's not in Ohio. Puxatawney's in no, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, I mean. I knew that. I yeah. knew that. It's right near Pittsburgh. Yeah, I don't know why, but we just got really mad about it. About Puxatawney Phil? We were just like, they take it too seriously. Look at them all dressed up. We did? Up, really? Of, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we were just... Hey, well, I didn't almost die before. Now I've almost died. I appreciate it. I'm like, that's yeah, great. Celebrate a little life. Yeah, have some what? fun. Well, Get together. Have a drink. Have a meal. We apologize, Puxatoni. Have a drink. Have a drink. Phil and all of Puxatoni, we apologize to you guys. Yeah. Um... All right, there you go. Cheers. That we uh we talked about this over on Middays with Marcus Maven. Oh, of course. Yeah. Let's talk about his show and find out what real radio was doing. We looked it up and evidently Bill Murray was stuck in his groundhog day for thir- like thirty three years and three hundred and fifty days. That's what the estimate is. Thirty three years? Thirty three years. According How did they to, come up with that? According to whatculture.com. Um, how, long? how would they have determined that? Because he doesn't age. Nobody ages. That's the whole point. It goes back to the exact same point in time, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I don't understand. No, no, they, no they, okay. It was, uh, this says around 12 to 34 years. Okay, what culture, they defined it as, they, like, he taught, they show, like, 33 days or so. 33 different days in the movie. Yeah. Because yeah, there's a whole bunch of them that they do very quickly for time. Remember, he just cuts out and... Yeah, when he just starts, like, killing himself yeah. and stuff. Yeah. All right. So, director Harold Ramis answered it and said that... Um, let's see here. Answer... Uh, no, wait, no, wait. Give me a second. Let me find this. I think the 10-year estimate is too short. It takes at least 10 years to get good at anything. And allotting for the downtime. Oh, of I see what they're saying. Yeah, yeah. He spent it had to be more like thirty or forty years. So Harold Ramis said originally um, ten years. Then later, in response to several sites online running an article that came to an answer of just eight years, eight months, and sixteen days, he offered the following, seemingly contradicting his own bloody answer in the process, saying that he thought it would be about thirty or forty years. Well, he's a comedian, so he's not going to really be interested in he's doing also, a scientific study. Uh, yeah, that's true. He winds up being like a concert pianist. He's great at everything. And yeah. so, yeah, it would be. Uh, yeah, but how does he get better at it? Because doesn't he, does he remember, like, yeah. when he practiced, when he comes back the next day, he's he's the skill that he acquired, he hasn't lost. He doesn't go all the way back to, oh, because he knows, but nobody else knows. Yeah, because that, okay. that's what we were talking about. That makes about. sense. Yeah, all right. There's no, a, it makes perfect sense. There's a thing in, this is, just stay with me, in Dragon Ball Z. Sure. It's an anime. Where there's a thing called the hyperbaric time chamber, mm-hmm. and it lets the good it lets the good guys, the superheroes, they fight a guy, get their absolute ass kicked by him, okay. and realize he's way too powerful. So they go to this thing 
called the Hyperbaric Time Chamber, where they can go inside of it, and they're in there for a year. And so they get to train for a year and then get another crack at the bad guy the next day. Oh, I see. So they go in there for a year, but in our time, it's only a day. Okay. So we were talking about how basically this would be a really long hyperbaric time chamber where you go and, like, you can work out and everything, and it, it carries over, but you're not going to, you know, you're not going anywhere. It's gotcha. the same, the same repeat of a day. Let's see here. I'm trying to read this thing. Well, you find they that. Broke it, they broke it down. Well, you find that. I'm going to tell everybody about Universal Windows Direct because, um, if you, you know, it, it's perfect segue because we're talking about is winter still going to be here or not? Well, whether, no matter what the darn rodent said. Is it a rodent, by the way? Is Groundhog a rodent? I think so. I think it's a varmint. No, that's not even a real thing. Uh, is it a rodent? What is a groundhog? Oh, just is it, is it a rodent is the question we're asking, not just what is it. They are rodents. They are, okay. So regardless of what the rodent says, you're going to be some cold days ahead. And if you're cold in your own home, that's miserable. And uh, don't suffer through one more winter in a cold and drafty home. Call my guys at Universal Windows Direct. Super spacer technology is what is the driving force behind what makes their windows different. It keeps the edge of the glass warmer. It holds the window seal longer. It makes the windows last up to five times longer than other ones. You're not going to have to replace these. They're going to last longer and perform better. And how do you know that? Well, Universal backs it up with a true lifetime warranty for as long as you own your home and 30 years to the next owner. That's a pretty strong warranty there, my friend. Call Universal Windows Direct today, 502-487-5099, and they'll upgrade your new windows to triple-pane glass for free. That's three layers of glass between you and the cold outside. That's protection. What does triple pane mean? Well, you get those ex- that extra protection from the elements. You also get a consistent temperature in your home. But there's also some other benefits, like a quieter and more comfortable house. You'll reduce your energy bills, your, your, the uh, energy-efficient reduced heating and cooling costs. So a lot of good things come when you put new and energy-efficient windows in your home. Call 502-487-5099. They'll be happy to come out for a free in-home estimate. And for every two windows you buy, you'll get the next two windows free. Plus, you get a free upgrade to triple pane glass, and they'll double your energy tax credit. That's even adds even more sweetness to the pie. Restrictions apply. Tell them I told you to call. You'll get an additional two hundred and fifty dollars off of your project. The last windows you'll ever need come from Universal Windows Direct. Check them out at universalwindowsdirect.com. Like me, you'll be saying, "I love my windows." All right, you find what you yeah, need. Yeah. All right. So, so according this was according to what, what culture? They said thirty three years, three hundred and fifty days. There are 38 days actually shown on the screen, as well as 414 days mentioned in the film, and a huge 11,931 days, which Phil spends learning a host of new talents and interests based on the theory that it takes 10,000 hours to become an expert in any given subject. Okay. As fans of the movie will remember, Phil spends his time learning how to play the piano, as well as, as, well as developing a love for French poetry and ice sculpture in order to impress Andy McDowell's character, Rita. That's a good point. I never thought of I was wondering how they would have determined. But see, Marcus made a good point. Which is? Which was that the whole 10,000 hours thing is a bit of a, you know, estimate. Right. You know, a good estimate, but an estimate. He also says that that's 10,000 hours intermittent with, like, a life. So, like, a, like a college basketball player is putting in his 10,000 hours while having a social life. While going to school, this is if he were just doing so he could go all day and try. So and if play he's the literally piano. just sitting there focusing on playing the piano, maybe it doesn't take him ten thousand hours. Yeah, and but, also, but he, think of how many different skills he had to learn, though. Yeah, 
but so so of course he's going to be in there for a while, but we just don't know if it's truly ten thousand hours per skill. And also, I mean, I don't remember the movie. I got to go, go rewatch it. He's very very good, but is he a master at all these things, or has he just learned how to do a bunch of things pretty well? You know so what I'm it saying? Could be five thousand hours, maybe five thousand hours at everything. Five thousand dedicated hours. So maybe it, it wasn't that long, or maybe it was even longer because. I mean, if he was truly becoming a master, those are only the skills that he learned. You know, you don't know. All legitimate sources of discussion. We got to talking, how long would it take you to start doing nefarious things? Nefarious things like rob banks and stuff? Yeah, like how long would your psyche hold out until you were just... Because I was saying that eventually I would start doing like GTA things, like Grand Theft Auto. Like I wouldn't... (laughs) I'd really try not to kill anybody, but I would be like, you know, stealing cars and wrecking them and just just for S&Gs. You know, it would be it would it's it's a movie. Let's not go too far into it because I mean, I, you know, you really would you, would you be killing people and you're trying to kill yourself? I mean, every day and then you're I'm not saying no, I'm saying I, I'm not saying I don't I, I don't think I want to kill anybody. I would just like to because the, the part stuff. No, you know why I wouldn't do that? Because if I could be sure that I were having a clean slate the next day, I would wake up. And I wouldn't remember any of it be different. But if I killed a guy and woke up the next day and had that memory of it. Would haunt well, that's me forever. Why not, that's why I'm not. So killing I wouldn't anybody. do any of those. That's things. why I'm not killing. I don't even anybody. know if I would rob bank. I mean, like, how, unless you can do all these things without hurting anybody. That's what I'm saying. Terrible. I just steal a car. Maybe I, I I take I take some time to find out who's a real jerk, and because it, it's not going to affect him, he's going to have like 12 hours of like, hey, someone stole my car. Hey, somebody rammed it into a bakery, and then the baker is going to be like, oh man, my bakery got ran into. Run but, into got run got into. run into. But the next day, bakery's fine. The only thing is I would start having, like, existential crises in the sense that maybe there's the multiverse theory that every single one of these days is just me spending it in another universe. I think what's more likely so then, is, even though I'm not there, that poor bastard, his bakery, is, is wrecked the next day. Yes. And I think also it's safe to say you'd be insane. There's no way anybody could sustain oh, yeah. that. They would lose their mind. Uh, oh, look cool. They, they're using the uh, the rod hockey players as logos for the hockey event. See them? Oh, that's pretty cool, yeah. yeah. Hey, we got texts, and it, one of which is worth mentioning, too, because if you missed it, you can hear it again in the back end of this hour. Kenny Payne um, texts generated a lot of text. We played it earlier in the show, and if you're like, what are these people talking about? We'll tune in later. You'll hear it again. It says, fan ultimatums are dumb. If they brought him back for a year, I'd be done with Louisville men's basketball. We can only take so much. Okay, I don't remember saying anybody with a fan ultimatum, but uh, Paul said this should be a lesson to others to come clean. Um, I don't know what that means. Paul, this should be a lesson to others to come clean. What are they talking about? I don't know what that meant. Um, could you see? I don't that I don't understand. Uh, could you see guys? Guys, could you see Brian Brom going to UK as their offensive coordinator? No, I could not see that. Uh, there's a giant Appleseed Festival. Johnny, We've talked about Johnny Appleseed elsewhere in the program for reasons that are impossible to recreate here. Uh, there's a giant, there's an Appleseed Festival in Fort Wayne in the fall. I would think that's pretty cool. Uh, Washington stole their apples from the people. Oh, you stole at George Washington. Get it? And then the guy said, oh, you meant that Washington as in the state of Washington, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm just re- scrolling through these. I wonder what grade Kenny gives himself as a coach. When you listen to the presser, if you didn't hear it, you'll hear him talking about players playing at A and B level and uh, C and D level and stuff like that. So that's what the 
texter is alluding to there. Uh, oh, I think maybe he was alluding to the fact that this guy says Clemson fans are phony. And I, I'm sorry. I disagree. They're they're pretty cool. Nick says they are phony. Okay. So they, they, are, they are when it comes to football. Basketball, they could genuinely be, be nice. Yeah, Paul said they were very nice in football, too. He knows better than I. I've never gone to a football game there. Texter says it's hyperbolic, not barrack. Yeah, sorry. It is hyperbolic. Sorry. Groundhog is not a varmint, but a marmot. They're, varmints are real things? I thought that was just like what people say. You varmint. Why, you varmint. I'm going to just blow your bloody head off. Now I'm in a British southern yeah, you guy. turned him into a... Well, I don't know how to talk was, varmint. What is a varmint? Varmint's a real thing? I wasn't sure. No, it's a troublesome wild animal. It does, it's not but, a category but a mar- of animal. A varmint's a real thing, I think. A varmint is a no, trouble... No, a marmot. Marmot is definitely. Yeah. yeah. But you said it was a... a uh, a rodent. A rodent. A marmot is a rodent. Oh, well, there you go. But So all marmots are rodents, but not all rodents are marmots. Well, I don't know. We're doing grouping. Marmots are large ground squirrels in the genus Marmata. Genus, not genius. Gen- genus. Unless they're very smart marmots. Maybe. 15 species living in... I always forget how it goes. It's a good genus. Phylum. Oh, see, now you're way out of my element. Species. I don't remember. I know it goes kingdoms first. Species is marmota, marmota. That's what species it is. Now, I don't know. I don't, I'd never even heard that before. What does that mean? Oh, okay. It goes kingdom, phylum, class, order, family, tribe, genus, and I guess species. Wow, I didn't, I didn't know about family and tribe. Those weren't there when I was in school. Family. No, there was family, but tribe was... Tribe? No, we didn't have tribes when I was in school. That's new. Wow, I agree with Nick. Clemson. Well, everybody wants to believe that. All the other fans suck. I don't say they. I suck. agree with Nick. Clemson football fans are extremely phony. Extremely phony. They are phony mm-hmm. when you're when you're a true threat. Like they were so nice when Louisville first came into the ACC. Everyone said that they were the kindest, most wonderful people, and I think that was genuine. But then once Lamar took. The Heisman from Deshaun Watson, things got sticky. There was definitely a little bit of vitriol there. Okay, definitely a little bit because I I remember the uh, the Clemson fans that when we did the twenty four hour pregame coverage of the uh, w- when game day came here and it was Clemson, and we did the uh, the coverage at Churchill Downs as part of our twenty four hour coverage. That was our hour that we did. Just a couple of them were a little, just a little, little on edge, a little salty. Nice, but a little, little salty. Okay, they all suck. So we'll wrap that up so we don't take any more texts on that. They all suck. Everybody sucks. Everybody sucks but our fans. Our fans are great. All the other fans suck. Um, do you, you want to know? People the- get mad at me when I do that. <laughs> Why can't you just admit some of them? Because you know what? I'm sure some of them were or asshats. I'm sure some of them suck. I have been to a lot of games at a lot of places, probably more than many of the listeners. Sorry, hate to be that guy. They are outwardly appreciably nicer than most of the other fans I run into. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I'm not going to sports radio it where we have to fight about every goddamn thing that comes up. Got to drop that. Thanks. So let's just fight about it. I'm just saying. Not interested in fighting. So fine. You want to hate? I don't care. Why are you getting all upset? Your observation, my observation. That's just that's that's all it is. That's all it is. I said they were nice, and that, but when they their backs get up against the wall, they're prickly just like any other fan. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Okay. 
And all I'm saying is I've been to about 400 different arenas. They're nicer than most fans. For basketball. Okay. No. For basketball. I yes. was talking yes. about football. Okay. I was talking strictly football. Okay. Basketball, I, I defer to you. I'm sure. No, no, no listen, obviously, if I were down there, you'd see it different. Like, they were trying to run Dabo out of town last year because he didn't go undefeated. So, obviously, they're not, it's all join hands and sing kumbaya. Ooh, they're showing all sorts of Ali knocking people out pictures. When do I? Yeah. Oh, Black History. Yeah, but so, oh, I don't know why they're doing that, but he was good at boxing. He was so good at boxing. He was good at boxing. Um, that's all I was saying about that. What What was I going to, I agree with Nick Clicks and oh, I got that. Damn it, I had another point I wanted to make. Uh-oh, interrupt the show. Oh, what's up, baby? Yep, yeah, it's... Uh, did she state her business? She's stating her business? Um, what was I going to say now? I had a point I was going to make that wasn't just about trying to have a pretend argument about whether you know, this fan's nice or that fan's not nice. I just... I, they're, they're definitely different types of... Fan bases, that's all. And it's, and and you're right. I can only speak to basketball. I can't speak to anything else. But they are... Uh, I can speak to two things with some degree of authority. One is beauty of campuses. Some schools have beautiful campuses, and I made mention of those well, that's things. A, that's a subjective thing. So I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. And then, you know, the basketball fans, how they... they Treat you. Oh, and this is what I was going to say. God dang it, I knew I'd remember. Nice. I'm glad uh, I came back. Teddy Bridgewater just took a job as a head yeah, coach in high school. That's pretty neat, He's isn't gonna it? He's going to be the head coach of the high school team uh, somewhere. Uh, where the hell is he coaching? Do we know? It's, oh, God. It's um, is it in Florida? It's uh, No, North Carolina, isn't it? No, no, it's no, Florida. It is Florida. Teddy Bridge. Oh, my God. I yeah, know I know it, too. It's the school that he did the, the gif of him walking with the cheerleaders. There you go. Yeah. Um, it's so awesome that he's just going to go right I think it's the, his alma mater. Miami Northwestern. Is that his? I think so, yeah. That's very cool. So he's going to move right It is his alma growth. mater, yeah. That's sweet. Oh, it's all over for uh, whoever the hell he was. The guy who was coaching the L.A. Kings told him to pack up your crap and get out. Really? Yep. Even after they ruined my, get out! my sports bet. And <laughs> Just get out. Get out right now. And they beat the Predators on the road. They are currently, I don't know, they're not that bad. I wonder why. They're 23-15. and 15. They're firmly in the playoffs. Yeah, I was kind of, legitimately, I was kind of surprised about that. L.A. Kings coach, why'd they fire him? I don't know. Do you know his name? Don't even know his name. I do don't. You? I don't. But, I mean, if you... Todd if, McClellan. He was in his sixth season, and the general manager of the Kings, Rob Blake, wants to thank Todd for his hard work and dedication to the organization, but would be very happy if he would get the hell out of his office. I wonder why. Mm-hmm. Six years? That's about the shelf life for... Oh, it's long for an NHL Yeah, coach. I was going to say, usually it's about three. But why now? And why they, they, they hit a bad stretch here? Uh, Jim Hiller has been named the interim coach. The Kings are fourth. The Kings just beat uh, the Preds on the road. Yeah, but they've experienced a rapid decline in performance going back to December for the better part of six weeks. They have lost 14 of 17 games going to oh, All-Star wow. Weekend, and that means you got to go. You have to go. And you know what one of those games that they won? Well, it's one of the ones that you bet against. Yep. Them, or bet for them. Or, no, bet against them. Bet yeah. against them. Yeah. Yep. Fantastic. All right. Speaking of that, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and do our spontaneous uh, parlay. Ooh, and see I got to do a do. Santa Claus bet. Yeah. So we'll see if we can do that. So close the other day. So close. I, I've got to figure out a money management thing that allows me to, when I'm hitting like 87% of the games, to be making money and not just coming on and lamenting the fact that one team screwed me. Oh, I got a guy, by the way, 
Also, before we take a break, I want to give a couple shout-outs. Um, last night, um, really nice group of guys. The, uh, the Bowling Stones. Jeff Arant, Robin Willis, uh, who's a veteran. Thank you for your service. Kevin Bean and Justin Cravens. They oh, were, look they, at you getting everybody's name. They were very nice. Um, and I'm also saying that because I bowled really well last you night. You did. You have, you have made a market improvement. I have. Uh, all I had to do, square my shoulders up. And Jeanette's starting, starting to learn she has to stay a little bit low. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's so, fun. I like when people try and get better at what they're doing. It makes it funner for me. It's funner. It, or, or more fun. It was definitely funner yeah. for me because I was, I was ready to burn the oh, ball. Oh, you were really down, ready. I was, I was pretty much over it. Um, yeah, but now, now doing a lot, having a lot more fun, doing a lot better. Um, also, it is senior night tomorrow, 730 at Iceland Sports Complex. Uh, as the cards wrap up the regular season, taking on Xavier, we were going to try to do a broadcast. Logistically, we're just not looking like we're not able to do it. Oh, so uh, shout out to the seniors! Um, if you want to see some hockey, um, seven thirty tomorrow, Iceland Sports Complex. Definitely check those guys out. It should be um, it should be they're playing Xavier. They're they're favored to win, um, but it should be a fun a fun way to re- uh, end the regular season before they head up to the uh, conference tournament in um, Cincinnati. The following weekend. Fully tongue-in-cheek, I feel like I have to say it right out of the chute. I wanted to start a movement to get uh, Coach Graham fired. I think it's, oh, yeah. it's important that we you know, start banding about names that have no – like I wanted to get like a list, I said this, of like two names of guys that are current club coaches somewhere – at, you know that would mean anything to anybody listening, to be honest. And then like Scotty Bowman and uh, and Mike King. Scotty Scotty Bowman would be our Jay Wright. Like yeah. is retired. Yeah. Like you know, like there's no rumors of him wanting to come back no. to coaching, but still people think that yeah. there's a chance. Mike Babcock, who got yeah. fired from the Blue Jackets. Yeah. These guys uh, are all Stanley he, Cup. He, he's got, Stanley Cup winners. He's he's the Chris Beard. He's got a little bit of baggage. Got a little baggage. You know, yeah. he got fired for like showing private photos of his like players or something. Yep. You know, an invasion of privacy. So yeah, so he's got a little bit of baggage there, and yeah, that, that was. And then we started. We looked at uh, Mike Rooney, who uh, play, played the year after I, I graduated, and that was the uh, coach at Miami yeah. of Ohio. He's the alma mater. Yeah, you know, so it's a guy you want to bring back as a as a you know uh, a uh, a. Uh, a proud alum. By the way, I, did we mention this? I don't think we mentioned this on the air, or did we? The, the New Mexico State player who punched the guy in the face. I don't know. Have they, have they come up with a, a suitable penalty? Because I swear, that guy should possibly not be allowed to play for the rest of the year. If you've not seen the play, they're playing Liberty. And it's just part of the normal play. Shot goes up. The two big guys are kind of tangled, but they're not even really arm wrestling. It's just it's typical basketball. They're you know the guys trying to block out, and there's this contact. They're they're banging bodies. It's not even really violent. It's just it's a really weirdly inexplicable. They start going down the floor, and the guy just turns and belts him right in the face. I don't know if he broke his nose, but he goes down like a shot. And Richie McKay, who is the coach at Liberty, and again, oh, it, doesn't, it doesn't mean, you know, because you're a devout in your faith that somehow you're more tolerant. Or something. But if you know Richie at all, he's, he was the assistant of Virginia for a long time. He's a very patient, kind of easygoing guy. He loses his mind because he saw it right in front of him. It is despicable. And I, I'm telling you, I am, if, it were, if it were a fight and a guy got caught up in the heat of the moment, I don't, you know, you don't ever condone it because what sports is supposed to be teaching guys is you got to control the emotion that comes into it. That's what it's, one of the things that it has a value is that it's teaching. But I can almost say, all right, I, you got caught up in the heat of the moment, you know, it's a game or two games for five-game suspension. This kid should not be allowed to play for the rest of the year because if you can't 
if you can't control yourself in that normal course of the game, then you can't be trusted to play. And I don't know whether he's got mental health issues, and I'm not making light of it if he does because we're seeing so much of that going on now. But that kid can't play. That's just – you can't trust that. And the thing that happens is it happens in the announcers – Typical of announcers, I don't know who they are. I'm not lambasting them or apologizing for them, either one. That they say, well, and it looks like he's jogging over to apologize. The kid wasn't jogging over to apologize. He realized he'd been thrown out of the game, and he just sprints off the court. I mean, he's a, he doesn't. you can't trust, trust that guy to play. I, that kid on the court would be like a ticking time bomb for me going forward. He would have to go seek some serious counseling before you'd even let him back on the floor. Yeah, I've watched this play like seven times now at first i thought that certainly not worthy of punching the guy in the face i thought that you know he did kind of give him a little bump like a shove and but i was like okay so you shove him back if you do anything but then i've watched it three different times you are right that is the most like innocuous, ridiculous i mean innocuous, it's like, no they're not even like tangled up and no. one of them's going to fall to the ground they just happen to bang bodies and he just turned and belts the kid I mean, uh, and the kid is so unprepared for it because at that point the play's really over. Hits him. Oh no, like, he hits him. Not, yeah, I mean it's not like a slap. Even it, that is a closed fist right to the nose. Yeah, it's very bad. Yeah, that's not good. Very bad. That's not good. All right, here's my here's what I was was my near miss. Uh, I don't know who that is. Um, so I'll have to pass on that. UMass Lowell over Maine, 76-62, winner. SMU beat Tulane, 80-76. That was a close one. Got that one done. Towson over North, Northeastern, 83-76. Got that done. James Madison over Coastal Carolina. That was a that was just, you know, you would have made like a dime on that because it was obvious. 105-67. Sacred Heart over Stonehill, 77-72. Won that. Bryant over UMBC, 99-95. Won that. Arizona over Cal, that was a one-sided game. Those are the two, the James Madison and that one were the two big one-sided games, so no surprise there. They won 91-65. But Dan Marshall at home loses 83-76 to Old Dominion, and that cost. That was a pretty good payday. That would have been nice um, when you win that many games that are competitive games. Felt good about that. So I got to figure out maybe there's a way. Like I thought about, suppose you group them into two four-team parlays and then one big eight-team parlay. Would you have made any money doing that? Because if you do, if you get, it's impossible to lose if you only get one wrong. Because one of the fourteen parlays has to win, and uh, and even if if you if you yeah, it's impossible. If you get two fourteen parlays, you only get one game wrong. One of the four has to be completely right. Right. Yeah. And 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 you can make a case that even if you get two wrong, you got a chance to win because the two could both be in the same. Parlay, right. So you got a chance there, and then you play them all. And I don't know. I have to, I have to work out the math and see if that makes any sense. So we'll, we'll see. So we'll see if we can do a little better. Maybe it's just too damn many games. Maybe I can't just go to eight. Eight is wildly. But if you don't, you don't make any money. I mean, you know, as it turned out, it would have been pretty decent. It would have been almost three to one, which is not bad. And felt good about that. So uh, got- one of Phil's friends mm-hmm. hit a uh, 14 legger, $5. Parlay turned into ten thousand bucks. Yeah, well, there's you see that every day. I mean, we all want to be that guy. If you go to my boy uh, Cody Brown Betts, uh, he he didn't he didn't like enough on the card yesterday to make a bet, but he sends he puts a, a what he calls his mismatch sheet out, and so you can put your own, um, you know, you put your own parlay together from this, and and when people win off of his sheet, they send it to him. So this guy, this guy. This guy hit it big. 
There's a guy. Here it is. I kept at it with your mismatch sheets. Finally nailed it tonight. Colin Sexton, six or more assists. He got six. John Collins, 15 or more points. He got 15. Laurie Markinen, eight or more rebounds. He got 10. Kelly Olenek, uh, 10 or more points, scored 14. He bet $100 on that and got $1,876 back. So there you go. Now you weren't listening because uh, uh, Tonga came in and said hello to you. <laughs> no, he was showing me the breaking news that in um, 20, uh, trying to th- 2026, uh, the Winter Olympics, the NHL is allowing the NHL players. Oh, thank God we got that in today. Yeah. That's, so that's, a nice little bit of hockey news no, there. certainly. I've got a guy I want to show you. i got a guy who's got a guy. Uh, his name is Joey's Betts, at Joey's Betts. Okay. He's only got 7,000 followers, so he hasn't like completely blown up yet. Okay. Um, only two people I know follow him. I'm actually surprised by that. He's got a PhD in computer science. Okay. He builds algorithms that pick out winning sports bets. Okay. All his bets and data are free. Nice. At Joey's Betts. Okay. So he just completed a six-leg... Fifty dollars to a thousand dollars ladder. Okay, he did it last night. He made it. He got to the six. He got to the top. Yeah. yeah. So I think I'm going to start. I'm going to compare him. Yeah, and as Tony always, Brown. we're too late to the party, of course. But uh, he's on. He's on the artist formerly known as Twitter. Yeah. Joey with a Y bets. Joey's bets. That is at Joey's bets. Okay. Wonder if it's Joey Votto. That would be a story. Joey's sports bets or just Joey's bets. It's at Joey's Bets, but the title yeah, that's is it. Joey's Sports Got Bets. Got it. Okay. It looks like he's playing. PhD in computer science. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. He's on a football field doing something. Yeah. Boom. Challenge compete. Wow. Just wow. We've officially turned $50 into 1000 in just six bets. Why do you have to smash like if you like yeah. something? Everybody wants you to smash it. Why can't I just touch it? No, yeah, Drew, Drew talked about that one time, yeah. I think. They all smash it. Like the, know, Cody just, says smash it, too. Everybody wants it to smash it. Yeah, yeah, and then I was like, you got to. No, I, I think it was me who said that one. I said it on midday, so I was like, yeah, I, don't I don't know, know what you, it is. Why you must smash. You must smash. All right, here we go. Here's our, 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 our Marty Line parlay here. This is going to be a difficult one today because I'm looking at these and I'm, you know, the, the Ivy League's been good to me. I mean, it has been. It's yeah. been the opposite of the MAC. The yeah. MAC was bad to you, but yeah. the Ivy League's been good. Well, let's start with one of those. We'll take Harvard over Columbia on the money line. So we'll start with that. that I feel uh, they're seven and a half point favorites. I'm digging that. I saw them early. They got a really good coach, uh, Tommy Amaker. They're uh, they're 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 good. All right, so we'll take them. Um, Yale and Princeton. Wow. Yale is favored over Princeton. I could take Princeton and get three and a half points. They're fifteen and two, third in the Ivy. Yale's thirteen and six, second in the Ivy. Yale's that's a tough matchup. I'll have to come back to that. I'm not feeling good about that either way. I don't know what the hell's happened or well, they both have losing records, so this is one I could get my ass handed to me, so I'll hold off on this. Ryder and Sienna. I've won with Ryder this year. Sienna Why? used to be Sienna really good. Is so bad. I know, and they're on the road. So I may come back to that. I'm thinking about that. Dayton and Bonaventure. Bonaventure cost me money last week. Yeah. They were the one that screwed up my parlay. I had all all but them. Uh, but Dayton is so good, uh, the next Louisville coach. I'm joking. If you're not a regular listener to the show, that's a pun. That's a, a bit, I mean. Every coach that comes up is now. Yeah, right. I talk well, about well, it's a nationwide search, you know. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, that's good. They wouldn't want to stick to just a certain time zones. I'd like you guys to say that. We're only going to search in the eastern and the mountain time zone. If you're in the central <laughs> and the west, don't send a resume. We're not interested. 
But Anthony Grant's doing a hell of a job there. Uh, I'll take them. I'll take them there, even though Bonaventure will probably break my heart again. Um, ooh, and the Ivies. Brown, 5-14, and 14, is favored over Penn at 9-10. and 10. That's another intriguing game. We may have to hold off on that because I could get Penn plus a point and a half. I don't know. I don't know. I might, why are they betting Brown? Why is Brown a favorite in that game? See, that makes me nervous. There's something I don't know going on there. This guy's got to be out or something. Don't know about that. So we got Brown. Yeah, I'm not. T- hey, 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 I didn't take it. Oh, you want to know what the games are in the yeah, Ivy yeah, this yeah. week? It's Brown hosting Penn, uh, Yale hosting Princeton, Harvard hosting Columbia, and Dartmouth hosting Cornell. That is might be a game to play. Also, Cornell's much better than Dartmouth. Yeah, I think we'll take that one, even though it's on the road. I'm liking Cornell, especially the Friday game. Dartmouth is you're not that tired because the Ivy still plays Fridays and Saturdays. So sometimes the Saturday game, the road team's a little tired. They've been on the road. They got they they bus everywhere they're going. But the first game of the bunch, I like their chances. So I'll take the the big red against the big green. Red over green. Cornell over Dartmouth. All right, there you go. By the way, we want to know Friday. We want to know Wednesday uh, on a Friday. That's why green eggs and ham is what is written. Well, on freshman orientation at Dartmouth, they put food coloring in the egg, scrambled eggs, so when the kids come through, their eggs are green. Oh, Dr. Seuss. I remember hearing about that, that but I didn't know that's do- why... Dr. Seuss is a Dartmouthian. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. So, green eggs in him. How about that? He will not eat them on the quad. He will not eat them... With his squad. With his squad. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's see. So we're up to three. What do we? What, what would that pay? Uh, Wait. So we got, money. we got Dayton. Cornell... Harvard and Dayton as the three. That would be even money. Do we dare? Do we dare? Do I dare to send the stare and let them see the bald spot in my hair? My, how will they say he's losing his hair? Um, anyway, uh, one more game. I think that, we that just... got up to even money. I don't have it at even money. I'm oh. at minus one, 103. Right. Uh, but I'm using well, BetMGM. Uh, let's, let's. Boy, Sienna's so bad. How bad are they? And Yale and Princeton's intriguing, too. I'm tempted to take Princeton. I'm a big Princeton believer. They're fun to watch, man. They're good. They have their own offense, you know. Yes. But it's at Yale. I interviewed at Yale. They're, they're, the, f- they're the underdog on the road. I know. Plus three and a half. That's what I wonder. Does somebody know something there? What, what, Is what? Yale good? Yale's pretty good. 13 and six. But I haven't seen them. But I just followed their scores because I'm intrigued by the Ivies. I wonder what would have happened had I gotten that job. I don't know. Honest to God. I, I think I, I'd be better at hockey. Probably. I don't know. How in the hell did they recruit there? I mean, I, I didn't. I was recruiting at St. Francis. St. Francis didn't even. Seriously, I'm not being a wise ass. They didn't even mandate that you take take the SATs to get in. It was designed to be first generation college students. Go from that to recruiting for Yale. <laughs> Do you think I might have gone to different markets? Perhaps just slightly yes. different. I would have had no contact. That's one of the reasons they didn't give it to me. To be honest with you, they said you know the guy they hired was a guy named Dick Kuchin who. Uh, I forget where he'd been, but he had contacts at, you know, so-and-so country day and so-and-so yeah, right. academy, not at... So wait, know, what, were, what were the stipulations with the SAT? We didn't even need them at, at St. Francis. It was not necessary for admission. Hey, so you were going from that to... To Yale. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute now. Did I hear that right? You yeah. went from Sands but, SAT to... But again, before, to- but before people get all bent out of shape... That was the mission of St. Francis. It went all the way back to the 1920s, and it was created for people who has, had never had anyone in their family 
go to college before. So in the 20s, we had a lot of the school. Not we. I wasn't there, obviously, but they had a lot of Irish and Italian immigrants. And then, to be honest with you, it's so it's kind of funny. But in the 1940s or so and 50s. so they had some of their best basketball players were filled with Jewish players. Really? Even though it was a Catholic school. They had the Hebrew some, Hammers. Yeah, and then they then they became a lot of uh, uh, black players and Puerto Rican players. And before I got there, they had a bunch of Puerto Rican players. And then by the end, they unfortunately, there weren't many great basketball players, but the student body was made up of a lot of Asian kids that had come in and their families hmm. you know, were doing work, a lot of them. A lot of them owned grocery stores in New York. I mean, it was amazing how many of them owned corner grocery stores, and they would go and so that's what they were about. They were about first generation guys going to college. So they, they, I like fact, that. yeah. So that's what they were. But so because of that, SATs were you know optional. So, so you go from that to Yale. Guy's wow. name was not Dick Coochie. It was Dick Coochin with a K. Lies S. Um, <laughs> trap. I just bet Yale money line. Ooh. Oh man! See, Yale money line. Does he think I'm being trapped? Yale money line. Let's see what it says. Home favorites are six and two straight up in Ivy League games so far. See, all right. So thank you for talking me out of Princeton. I will get off of the Princeton ladder. So you're going to take? But Yale? I got Harvard at home. But I'm taking Cornell on the road. I, I, I'm still taking that. I think Cornell's really good. So I'll take those two, and I'll stay with Dayton. So I need one more game. Here to get it to four. Manhattan's struggling mightily. They're at home. Quinnipiac's pretty good. They're six and a half point favorites. Yeah, Manhattan's the underdog. Plus two fifty. Plus two thirty here on ESPN Bet, which is what you should be on. Damn it. Well, I'm waiting to download it. Creighton and you know Butler. why? Creighton is a. I think I may go that way. Really? Yeah. Going to go to the Big East. Well, Creighton's 10.5-point favorites. They're, they're a bitch at home. They're good. All right, we'll do that. So there we go. So there's our four-team parlay. Cornell, Harvard, Dayton, and Creighton. Oh, and it rhymes, too. Cornell, Harvard, Dayton, Creighton. Nice. And let's see how much we'd get on that. And it's just a little over even money. That's okay. It's more than even money, though. It's plus 131. Yeah. We'll take it. So we'll do that. So wish, wish us luck. Right, I, made, I have made my bet. You made your Santa bet? No, no, I, I, I made oh, that bet. Yeah, I made that. All right, bet. well, what are we doing for Santa? You, Let's you Santa. Well, I can't tell if I want to go to the NHL or the NBA. Well, the NHL's on. A, I forgot it's All Star Weekend, so I'm going to have to go to the NBA. Um, <sighs> Trailblazers beat the Bucks. I think I'm going to take them to cover the twelve and a half against the Nuggets. That's going to be my Santa Claus bet tonight. All right. So taking taking Portland and the points. Taking Portland and the points for your Santa Claus bet. Let's go see if I how I'm feeling about that. Portland's pretty bad. They are pretty bad. That's what I'm saying. But they just had they had a good performance this week. Not good at basketball. And they're on the road in Denver. Yeah, I wouldn't touch that game with a ten foot pole. I know that's why I'm doing it. Ten foot pole. That's why I'm doing it. Yeah. All right. I'm leaving. I got to go to the airport. All right. We'll just get out of here a little early because I don't think we're going to have time to uh, to play uh, Kenny Payne. All right. So. All right. Well, everybody have a great weekend. Be safe. Enjoy the basketball. Enjoy Louisville. And uh, you'll have, be able to see them or listen to them, but still listen to us because our game is on before that, actually. It is uh, Kansas and Houston. That should be a humdinger from Allen Fieldhouse. That's in 4 o'clock. Before you go, do we have the promo sheet in there? 
Mm, no. Did you remind everybody about Universal Windows Direct? This I, hour? No, I already read that. That's okay. done. I did all my all my sponsored reads like a good little boy. We're done. That's but, good. Uh, I really got to get out of here, so you can tell everybody about uh, this weekend. But I know we got obviously Louisville basketball. Uh, our games. It's a great day of basketball. St. John's is on. We're on from Allen Fieldhouse, and then uh, Paul's got the call uh, here locally with uh, Louisville and Florida State. With the website says they got about a thirty percent chance to win. I'm elevating it a little bit. It's really like about twenty seven percent chance. But hey, maybe, maybe, never know. Never know. All right, everybody. Well, you say goodbye to everybody. I'll I'll do the promo sheet real fast. We'll shoot through that. First and foremost, what'd you say? Did you say something? Did you say something? I said goodbye, everybody. Oh, okay, cool. All right. Bye, Pops. Love you. Safe travels. Uh, I want to thank George and the Bear Nose team for bringing by lunch to the ESPN Louisville Studios, celebrating 46 years in Louisville. Yeah, it's that good. That new location, I don't know what it is. I'm with Steve Rummage. But ever since they've moved um, from uh, Bear Nose by the bridge, uh, to uh, Market Street, they have uh, the pizzas have been even better. So I want to give a shout out to them. Also, we are the flagship station for the cards, and they are back in action Saturday at 8 p.m. as they host uh, they host um, Florida State. Our Alex R. White network coverage begins at 6:30. After the broadcast, tune into the Coors Light post game show. It'll either be uh, Ethan Moore, or Taylor Lynch on that one. UK looks to bounce back, have a tall task against number five, Tennessee. They're in action tomorrow. Join Mike Andolfo, Jason Enson, Zach Cantrell at 1030 for the Kentucky Fish and Wildlife postgame show on ESPN 680-1057. Kentucky Fish and Wildlife reminds you to enter the 2024 Elk Draw today on their website. Full line of play-by-play tomorrow. No hockey, unfortunately. Go support the boys at Iceland Sports Complex. 730, they round out the regular season against Xavier. But we have St. John's and UConn, 1145 on ESPN 680-1057. Houston and Kansas, 330 on 93.9 The Ville. And Bellarmine Basketball taking on Queens, 345 on ESPN 680-1057. Also Duke and North Carolina, Louisville, Florida State. And the NFL Pro Bowl will be on Sunday. How's about that? Taking care of your family isn't always easy. So we make sure getting care when you need it is... With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience, too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling.